0: All right, so today is March 8th, 2021, and my name is Barnaby Jones, Mitchell Barnaby Jones, and I am, I made this podcast specifically to Um, Make awareness of the, the grace of the unity of the faith. The unity of the body of Christ. The unity that we have together in the spirit. And I'm recording like this specifically because I work at General Motors. I'm working right now. And... In this arena, we are building one car, so there's one focus, and there's one focus but many participations. Everybody comes in here from different walks of life, different styles of being, Um, but when they participate with the dream of GM, they bring forth the goal and, and desire of the Whoever made GM. Their desire is to make the same car. To produce the same thing. You take out one job and and this whole place is 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 not able to produce. Um that's kind of how I look at the body of Christ. I had Like I would say 2012, 13 um, was when I started getting a revelation of the body of Christ. I went to church all my life. Um, I began to follow Christ, or I began to taste his, His love and His gospel around 2010. And then I began to follow Him. And I was going to church, but I had no... Deeper revelation of the body, specifically. Um, I believe revelation in our parts to play. It has to be. It has to be something that's not brought through another person. You know, like I'm working on a job where I screw down something on on, on my job at my at work, and. I'm screwing down something that nobody else in the, in the plant screws down. That doesn't make me better than them. That doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it, it means nothing. But I'm playing my part. My part is what nobody else has the part to play, you know? And um, that's kind of the same light and lens of the body. When I begin to get a revelation of the body of Christ, I begin to... See what was missing or, or better yet What was unfolding in the body What was next to unfold um, God's goal is On earth as it is in heaven And at, at times we think On earth as it is in heaven Means miracles Healing You know Knowledge But Something that recently Hit me is When Jesus told the disciples how to pray, he says, our Father. So our Father, that's a corporate identity. He he, he wanted humanity to no longer identify as a a one person, but as a corporate being. You know, And, and that is God's goal. His dream is for us to be one as as he is one in heaven you know father, son, holy spirit you know the, the the unity of God makes God inseparable from his different parts his different you know father, son, holy spirit those are three different um how, how, do, how do people use it they say um one God, but three members. You know. So, in the way that God is one heart and one mind, the Father was one heart, one mind with the Son, to the point where when the Son came, He only did what He saw, what He what He saw the Father doing. You know, He was in the Father; He was one with the Father. You know, um, vice versa with with the Holy Spirit. Spirit only testifies in Jesus, you know, to us. And we see the unity, we see the submission one to another. And that's the same thing. You know, God wants our unity as a body the same as it is in heaven. So I begin to get this revelation of the body and it was conflicting because we live in a day and age where We are performance-based. Everybody's seeking to to do their purpose. We're hearing, listening to teachings and self-help. So there's a self that is subjective and there's a self that that is isolated from the world. And although we do have individual I am identities, The deeper we grow in in our relationship with God, the more we realize how united all things are, you know? I'm going to give a perfect example. Nature. Nature has many elements. Nature has rain. Nature has sunlight. Nature has the way the ground works. Nature has, you know, there's so many different elements of nature, you know? There's so many different elements that Make up nature It has cells It has organisms um, Dimensions You know Different realms Um, But within that Like what, what, What umbrellas That whole scope Is nature itself The law of nature So God Is who umbrellas All things All things are in him You know All things are of him He is all in all and the more we get a greater depth in in revelation of Christ the more we begin to see our unity in each other, our oneness Um, we fell from unity we fell from oneness oneness with God and oneness with man the mind of Christ is like Christ is the embodiment of God and the embodiment of man and in inseparability to where there's no there's a partnership and a fellowship, there's a covenant and in, in a you in know a relationship. You know, and, and there's no there's no hindrances to that relationship. You know, Jesus is the purpose of creation to be the firstborn of unity of all things so that many brethren will follow him many people will begin to wake up to this unity you know so I specifically felt led to and confirmed to um, encourage There's a lot of people in this world who feel alone and, and go to church they sit in a pew they're pew sitters and don't know how to participate because um, it's not offered that, that um, platform, you know? Like, when I come to GM, everybody's playing a part. Everybody's on a platform. And it, it makes everybody able to play their part. The purpose of the leaders in GM is to equip everybody with their delegated assignments in order to produce the dream of GM. Purpose of the leaders aren't to teach us but to position us to work out our purpose. And if we don't if we don't do that, they come with correction. They come with you know whatever is necessary to, to bring us into that, you know, so there's many leaders there's you know CEO who's over it all who's overseeing you got the 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 supervisors who are in the in here overseeing in, in 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 another dimension you have the group leaders different leaders in specific groups who govern a specific area and then the team leaders under them who govern a specific area? That order allows the functionality of GM to function in, in a way that we produce cars consistently with no hindrances. Um, and I, when I look at the in Ephesians 4, it talks about you know God is giving gifts to man. Like when she, when Jesus descended into the deep, He ascended so that He would fill all things. And he gave gifts to man to uncover this feeling. He filled all things. Now he's uncovering it through his body. Now he's unfolding the very reality through his body. You know, and, and he gave these governmental orders, these governmental roles or gifts. You know, um, He's given apostles, prophets... You know, um, evangelists, teachers, and pastors. And they all play a part with um, unfolding the very mystery of Christ. Unfolding the mystery of his very being, you know. And and as we unfold the knowledge of him, as we see him, we shall be like him. You know, and um, I... I can say, like, when I begin to receive, just see from that lens, um, it really—I I, would How can I explain it? Like, I was. I was thoroughly watched from the consciousness that makes me just an individual. Um, I went through a season when with my father-in-law of washing in the water of the word. And um, God used him to teach me and train me. Um, We spent hours and hours and hours in in the presence of the Lord. Um, And my mind was renewed thoroughly. Not completely, but thoroughly to the point where I'll never be the same. And there was new ground, new way of being that was revealed as a result of this washing, And I begin to see myself as a, as a body. Um, my, I don't wanna say my philosophy, but the philosophy of my testimony is, and it's in the word, you know, once you're healed from you, You're healed unto the body, you know, like the gospel, the door, the very door of Zion, a door of the kingdom, heals us from us as an individual, separated from men, separated from God, and it, and it, the other side or the birthing, the healing or revealing of that true identity of Christ in you, discovers the truth. Jesus said like on that day you would know that I am in the Father the Father is in me I am in you you are in me but he's he's not just talking about I am in you personally I am in you when it comes to humanity so we can never like Paul says therefore we know no man after the flesh because after the flesh we're individuals after the spirit we're we're we are members of the same body. Some are awakened to that. Some have been awakened to the truth of Christ in them. The mystery that was hidden. It's been revealed to them. The righteousness of Christ within them. Some And some people, they have yet to discover this, 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 this truth. The gospel has yet to be preached to them. So... That lens became my reality and my journey became relationally engaging people because I couldn't find Christ in people by listening to sermons or hearing a message or going to church. I was now, um, I was forced to discover the unity of the faith in relationships. Um, it's a scripture that talks in, in, like I said in Ephesians four, talks about he's given these these dimensions of the knowledge of Christ, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the working of the ministries until we all reach the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son. and, and that, that that really shows how... The purpose, it's a relationship, it's a love gathering, it's a love gathering that enables the, the fivefold or the five dimensions of grace, five dimensions of, of the body to bring forth the lens of the gospel so that everybody can participate. Um, I'm still growing in understanding of what those lenses are. Some people, the lens, like the the evangelist, their lens is the, um, the lens of the evangelist is more of a proclamation of the good news, you know? You know, we are inside of Yahweh. We are in Him. We are forgiven in the body of Christ. In Christ, we are forgiven. We have one one essence in Christ. We're one with God. So that's forgiveness. That's that's the proclamation of, of restoration. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we hear when we hear the good news. We have been forgiven. We have been set free. We have been made new. Um and then the, the apostles bring forth the government of you are in Christ and He's in you. You know, the there's a new identity, a new way of being. You know, the, the abundant riches of Christ in, in whom you live and the administration. You know, the apostles bring you into the family of the storehouse. You go into the storehouse and you turn the lights on and it's all these riches but all these riches need a stewardship, and you put you assign specific people to that stewardship, so that it it becomes not just a storehouse, but a warehouse that can issue from that place to the earth, the kingdom of heaven. So that's more of a governmental thing. They're they're looking to um make earth, heaven's home you know and prophets they are, they illuminate they, they they unveil the the deeper things of the knowledge of Christ which brings a greater comfort you know God's character his character in a way that that helps you to let him be that helps you to abide in his very being. You know? Um, man, there's so much to this, man. The prophets also unveil the dimensions of heaven. They, they're called to... Um, some people say redeem the time or bring eternity into time unfold the mysteries of eternity of Christ you know the spirit of prophecy is a testimony of Jesus so it's more of a unveiling of his person in both beholding him and identifying with, with him you know you know how Jesus says abide in me and I in you that's a prophetic communication. I am in the Father. Father's in me. That's prophetic. It is, it is speaking of the depth of the heart reality. There's a heart reality that created this reality that we see in the natural, in nature. Um, prophets live in the realm of the heart reality. And they are those who are who are supposed to bring forth the the unity and expose the the invisible qualities that helps us to walk in unity together, you know. There's a bigger picture at hand, there's a bigger picture being revealed. And they kind of bring real-time that scope which allows us to participate together um, experientially these things are, are really understood you know it's not necessarily something that can be communicated by by English in order for you to really really get it it's just being in, in that being in that realm being in In that lens enables us to experience that point of view. Um, Okay, so uh, nurturers, which are pastors, I call them nurturers. They are here to nurture the mind with the nature of God. You know? nurture the mind with with the the qualities of God's nature that enables people to transition with in maturity with all type of comfort and all type of help. Our souls are very needy and very fragile so we need the nature of God to help us to discover the depth of God that's why you know we have mother and father you know the father is usually the one who teaches us identity and helps us to grow up mother is the one who nurtures our immaturities and our weakness so the the pastors are more in touch with the humanity of of men with that's their function that's their office I believe everybody should have every lens. I don't think a pastor is only a nurturer, you know? But that's his function. Yet, he sees from a prophetic lens, the prophetic scope. He has an apostolic foundation of Christ. He has an evangelistic lens of, 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 you know, the, the, the good news, the happy gospel, you know, new creation the announcement of truth the word of truth and the word of truth is also the 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 teacher's lens that's how we are Jesus said man doesn't live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God give us today our daily bread so the word of truth is the word of reality there's a daily speaking a daily fellowship of of God speaking to us and leading us, teaching us So there's a daily bread, a daily word, a word of truth. And that's more so that the the instructors or teachers, they instruct you unto hearing the word of truth. Continuously hearing the Lord, hearing the Spirit and following the Spirit. So these are I believe these lenses and dimensions bring forth the true sonship and therefore enabling sons to mature. You know, and I can definitely say that. You know, when I first, when I heard the good news, it was, it was unforced for me to, like I wasn't forced to change the change was presented, the change was discerned in in the presence of the Lord, in the presence of mercy, in the presence of forgiveness. And I began to awaken to the fact that I was forgiven. And from that, I began to um, seek the kingdom. You know, seek the body. And then in the body, I began to be filled with the Spirit. And and I begin to awaken to Christ in me. The fact that I'm in Christ and Christ is in me. You know, I awaken to my death with Christ. And and I was seated in heavenly places with Christ. All these are the foundational elements. Just like in the Matrix, you know, when you see see, um, uh, Neo awakening to all these elements of, of new birth. You know, he was unplugged out of the world, put in this little incubator-looking thing, you know, felt, You know, went down the tube into water, raised up. He was baptized into the water, baptized into Christ's death. And he was raised into the light, seated in heavenly places. <clears throat> um, and then he began to learn. He began to be taught, trained taught and trained. You know, I think Apoc is his name. The guy is the one who instructed him with all the teachings. And then, Morpheus was the one who trained him. You know, um, Trinity was more of the prophetic lens. You know, you see all these different, all these different essence, essences of Zion that molded Neo to becoming the one you know um, I, I honestly don't believe I, I believe in word of knowledge which is more on a lens of you know of uh, future or discerning things you know but I believe prophecy the, the goal of prophecy is a testimony of being. I believe there is a prophetic wisdom. So that's what I mean. There's a prophetic wisdom that that leads you and guides you. That is a word to your feet, a light to your path. But there's a prophetic understanding that is the confession of being. Um, I've received a lot of prophetic wisdom. You're going to do this, you're going to do that, you're going to do that. But I've only one time, I can say, receive prophetic understanding. You're going to know Christ like you've never seen before. Those are two different rounds. We, we know Christ in the Spirit. We gaze into His glory in worship. And we behold and we change from glory to glory in worship. So, that's a whole different realm than doing the will of God. You know, so... When I say pr- prophetic, it's more in the relational, intimate love union, and um, in the unseen realm that connects the body to the head, and therefore the functionality is possible. You know. Um, so when I see the body of Christ or the fivefold, I see. These are dimensions that are the gifts that God has given to make sons, to bring sons to glory, you know, and um, without these gifts, I mean, I I believe God gives these gifts through many different things, you know, um, I believe it's all of the spirit. It's not necessarily a specific person even though God uses people through His Spirit. Um, I just believe that it's the Spirit in the bride and God can use anybody to unfold the mystery of Christ that brings you into sonship. But the goal is not necessarily your personal sonship. It's until we all reach the unity of the faith. So, your personal sonship is to edify the sonship of of others in the functionality that you are, you know. But if you are able to awaken someone's functionality and you function together, now it's it's a greater capacity to steward and disciple another son into the truth, into the knowledge of Christ. You know, um, this thing is relational. Um, it was something that I had wrote down. Let me see. I had wrote it down. And it was very powerful. It says, Gifting without a revelation of our love union is a platform. So, gifting without a revelation of our love union, it hides in the pat- platform. If my gift only serves you in a platform, then there's no relationship capacity there. Therefore, there's no one heart and one mind discovered. You know? And we we see this in our day and age. Not in a way of judgment, but in a way of what we've come to you know every every generation sees a greater a greater freedom doesn't mean that the previous relationship or previous generation was bound it just means it's the kingdom is ever unfolding ever evolving the body is ever evolving in this relationship with one another before it was just the um what do they call it the Catholics and you know, it, it was, you couldn't read the Bible. Now everybody can read. You know, now everybody's functioning in their specific part to play, but yet it's still a platform. So now the evolving dimensional reality of the kingdom now is relationship. Through love relationship, we discover a greater, a greater depth of the mind of Christ more than we can through teaching. Because through relationship, there's accountability to remain there until the stability is established. It's like relationship, if I'm in a relationship with somebody and a prophetic word comes, that relationship is gonna hold me accountable until that is fulfilled. And when that's fulfilled, stability is, is established. I'm able to stand on higher ground. I'm able to stand in a greater, capacity to identify with Christ. You know, and man. Like this is why we need relationship. This is why fellowship is most important. This is why out of all, you know, we have more knowledge and more teachings than we ever had in the whole in in any generation. And relationally we're we are at the at the worst state. Because Teachings are not necessarily relational, but informational. It's more of an institution. And there is a part to play with that. Like I said, it's the whole body. It's the whole body. You know, like if, if every camp, every stream could flow together in, in relationship. Relationship is what helps us to appreciate each other's differences. If I don't have a relationship with you, I can be intimidated because your lens of the knowledge of Christ is different than my lens of the knowledge of Christ. So therefore we will clash in our understandings because a teacher may have a a lens of you know hermeneutics and <laughs> I don't know I don't know the language but you know understanding all the different types of the scripture and exegesis, the eisegesis, you know, theologians, a, a theological lens. Maybe worlds apart from a prophetic lens, a person who sees dimension, who sees in the now, in the spirit, in an unfolding dimension in the knowledge of Christ. In the unfolding, you know, they're willing to go into, into a place where, where their mind can't go. You know, um, and that is in Christ and that is the knowledge of Christ that enables them to s- declare that so that people can know Christ better um, so there are in these differences if, if the relationship isn't in a bond of love first if love isn't first then the giftings will contradict or they will It'll be a clash. It'll be a friction because without relationship, our platform is the only way to communicate. With relationship, our gifting flows in its purpose. You know? Our gifting flows within its purpose in relationship. Without relationship, platform is the only way to communicate and therefore we're not able to be challenged so we grow up mature in our gifting but not mature in our relationship in our relational aspect so we become many members but not one body because the relationship hasn't been established you know and that is This is the next dimension that we're coming into. You know, every gifting has been, I don't want to say perfected, but developed. And now it's time for the giftings to discover its purpose in relationship in the body. The relationships that I have with people who are different from me are enjoyed our our differences are enjoyed in the in the arena of of love and relationship you know in the arena of of fellowship our differences and our qualities are are seen we're beholding together and it's almost like I'm gonna give you a perfect example sight my eyes see totally different My ears hear totally different. You know, if I I see a... If I see fireworks with my eyes but I don't hear, and if someone else hears fireworks but they don't see, love enables us to identify in being. So that, like, in being, I see, hear, smell, taste, touch. So our identity in being... When we sharpen in fellowship, we begin to see together what we couldn't see before. Because the person who sees, they're receiving a, a greater a greater revelation because now they're able to hear. The person who hears, they're seeing a greater revelation of, of of it because they now can see. So this shows how important the body and the unity of the faith is discovered only through relationship. How can these giftings how can these giftings of the, of the fivefold unfold the unity of the faith without relationship? It's like literally impossible if they were just on a platform of preaching and teaching. There has to be a an arena that enables all these giftings to flow in the way of love and relationship. You know, I always said to myself, like, man, if I could lock the great the, the, if I could lock like 10 different people in one room, 10 different believers, 10 different people who are aware of Christ in them, in one room who are totally different for one year because there's no platform and their way of communication is almost like a different language they would have to discover each other's language and culture in order to come into a one language and one culture you know man <laughs> and man, it's, it is so much. So I pray that that this gets to somebody today, or whoever listens to this. I pray that this gets to somebody, and they're able to see um, that they play a part. God's God's way of seeing the body is not how we see ministers on a platform. God's way of seeing the body is. Seeing us all participating together in the knowledge of Him, um, and we're ever unfolding. We're coming out of immaturity as as a corporate body, as a corporate being. We're coming into love, into relational engagement, and it's possible. It's possible for us to relate and discover Christ. What's up, brother? You know, so as to relate and discover Christ. When Christ is the the goal, you know. I'm going to give a perfect example, like a puzzle. When you look at a puzzle, you know, if I have one piece to a puzzle, you have one piece. Fifty other people have a piece. If you realize that you have a puzzle piece, what are you going to do? You're going to seek to unite in order to discover what the puzzle reveals. So if I'm the body of Christ, I'm the hand of Christ, you're the arm of Christ, you're the the chest of Christ, you're the stomach of Christ, you you know. We're going to seek to unite in order to discover the totality of what we are. We're not not going to um, be satisfied with the mystery itself. We're gonna need the truth. We're gonna need the solving of the mystery. And um, I believe that is what is unfolding in, in these seasons to come. I believe um, institutionalized ministries will play their part. But they won't play a major part. I believe prophetic worship environments will play their part. They won't play the major part. You know, um and, and, and that goes with all the other ones. Healing, evangelistic, healing ministries will play their part. But if I heal and if I evangelize and I don't bring them into a family, they're gonna think salvation is just them getting to heaven and them not doing wrong. When salvation is restored relationship to God and man in the body of Christ you know and if I, if my if if what i teach or what i bring doesn't bring you into a deeper clarity communication and relationship with the body and with Christ in God through the spirit <laughs> then i'm not i'm not playing the part as the body we should be evolving through our relationship, you know, and and I'm telling you, like when I be when my father-in-law and I begin to fellowship, we begin to go to deeper places that I've never, I've never seen or heard. I've never seen or heard until I re- read the scriptures, you know, and and I realized, wow, our purpose is to almost like the. It's almost just like the Tower of Babel. God started a unity and he was like, man, like there's nothing that they can't do with this unity. Now it's the Tower of Christ, the Tower of Zion, the kingdom. If we had that very same goal to unite, goal to, have, to, to, to play our parts together as the body, now that it's permitted in the knowledge of Christ, we will discover the 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 limitless mystery or limitless riches of Christ together, and therefore we will we would um it will be on earth as it is in heaven. It be you know Isaiah said we they shall rebuild cities. I don't believe cities are places. I believe cities are are people. They shall rebuild heaven within human beings. The ancient ruins. We were ruined. You know, so I really feel like this is God's desire, man, to bring us into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son till we all reach till we all reach this reality. until we're all in the same realm together. Um, in the same posture, in the same way of being, yet still playing our part, you know? Um, And therefore, giving, bringing God the glory. We really don't get no glory in, like, I'm gonna give a perfect example. I don't get any glory in working at GM. Cause I'm only doing what I was taught. I'm only doing my purpose. And my purpose is one of a thousand other purposes in this specific plant. Nobody has a greater purpose than the other. But yet, everybody's purpose, if you take that one purpose away, the car won't be built. So, that is how God sees the body. He wants unity. Just as the guy had, there's no greater function. You know? same thing you know so I just believe there's a a greater order coming and there's a greater unfolding of the mystery of Christ in a body in the body in a people who love one another who are willing to to die for one another who are willing to suffer for one another in a way of a community a community you know, people who live together, people who who receive resources from each other. The a people who, who 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 can possibly destroy currency. You know, I believe the reason why we have currency is because we don't have relationships. We have relationships that that fulfilled our currency or filled the gaps we wouldn't need money because we have relationships. You know, and if God made the earth without currency, then relationships are the currency. The gifts that we are to the body is the currency of heaven. So, bless all who are listening to this. Love you guys.